coming up on this episode of the Spiro Podcast. There is so much more important than looking at the pixels, the individual pixels on a photo to your realtor clients. And that's our goal today to get you to bridge that gap so that you understand what the realtors are thinking. Welcome to the Spiro Podcast, managing your real estate photography and videography business. With your hosts, Todd Kivimaki and Craig Magro. Hi, and welcome to the Spiro Podcast, managing your real estate photography and videography business. Spiro is a software platform designed to help you really manage your day-to-day -day business and help you grow and scale your business as well. Uh, I'm Craig Magrum. Thanks for joining me, uh, host of the podcast, and each and every week, our co-host and owner and founder of Spiro, Todd Kivimaki. How's it going, Todd? Craig, I am doing great. Excited to be here today. Another week with you listeners. Hey, thank you so much for tuning in with us again. Your feedback has just been so uplifting and so invigorating. It's great to, great to hear from you guys. Thank you for the pun jokes or just the note of the pun king, Craig. I mean, he literally is, y'all. Like, I can't even think of one pun right now. And Craig, like, he just rattles them off. So thank you for laughing with us. If you laughed at us as well, we don't care. As long as you laugh, yep. we're happy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm used to being laughed at anyway. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm secure in that now. <laughs> anyway, yes. yeah, that, that was fun. That was a lot of fun. Had some good feedback. And uh, hey, I just have to give a shout out to our editor, Justine, uh, who just added some great um, little special effects to last week's podcast uh, during that horrible, horrible dad joke session on the podcast. So Justine, thank you, man. <laughs> yeah, Justine, you rock. Justine's been with us for just over five years now, y'all. So he manages our team in the Philippines and he is an incredible asset to us at WOW and helps us with Spiro. So um, thank you, Justine. Huge shout out to you uh, for yeah. all your hard work. Absolutely. All right. So uh, we're getting very, very close to uh, two very awesome conferences. Todd, how about you tell us about those? Yes, it is coming up. We're, we're literally days away. Um, you know, it's it's close. The first conference is the rep conference. That's Eli Jones and team. Uh, that's November 3rd and 4th. Uh, exciting conference. You can visit them at repteam.com slash rep2023vegas. You can probably just do a search for it as well or get them, email them. A great group of individuals. Been doing a lot of work with them lately. Uh, I am going to be at the conference presenting. I'll be at both conferences, but I'll actually be presenting at Eli's conference on the 3rd and the 4th. That is at the Mirage. Exciting stuff there. It's going to be an environment where it'll be an intimate environment where we can dig into topics and uh, get to know you and I'm very looking forward to that type of environment. So I am, I'm flying in on the 1st and flying out on the 10th. So anyone who's going to Vegas, if you'd like to meet up, if you'd like to connect, I would love to spend some time with you. Uh, just go see the sites and, and things. Uh, so that is the first conference coming up. They have a virtual ticket. So if you cannot make it, I know we're close right now with bookings and with hotels and flights and those things skyrocket at the last minute. But grab a <laughs> yeah. virtual ticket. I think it's like 97 bucks, Eli said yesterday. So grab that thing. That is literally the best 97 bucks you can buy. Um, but grab a virtual ticket. You can always watch it later. The second conference is PMRE. That's PMREconference.com. That's November 8th and 9th. 
Brandon Cooper's conference. This is a bigger one. This is, this is a bigger production. Um, you can find out their lineup of speakers on their website, pmreconference.com. We'll be in booth 10. Also, Craig, this was Craig's idea last year. Now, Craig won't be with us this year, but I yep. will be there. Nick will be there. Uh, but look, we got buttons. So here's for the rep conference here. And then here's for PMRE. So if you need a button, many of you picked a button up last year, your bag tag. If you need another one, come and find us. We have uh, new buttons this year, so you can add it to your collection from last year. I know that's why you all are flying out there anyway, just to get another button. So we've got them. We'll deliver. That was a joke. It was a bad one. But if you do like your buttons, please come in. Uh, for those of you on YouTube, you don't have any clue what I'm looking at. Oh, thank you, Craig. Yeah. Yeah. So Craig's got his buttons on his backpack there. Get you so, some bags. Should I give, swag. The, should I give the, the quick background story on that backpack and what those buttons yeah. are? Yeah, let's hear it. We're going to nerd out a little bit. So I'm a ham radio operator, call sign November Mike 8 Whiskey. And the largest ham fest in the world is in Dayton, Ohio. Well, technically now it's Xenia, Ohio, but they call it the Dayton Hamvention. And every year, <laughs> The uh, the American Radio Relay League has a button for each Dayton Hamvention, and several other vendors ha have those as well. And I just started collecting them over the years. And you can see each year you go to one of those that conference, and it, it's just it's just fun, you know, just something to collect. Yeah, I love it. It's it's historical. It's great. Yeah. You can give it to your kids one day, Craig. Well, my oldest has actually gone to a couple of those with me and collected his own buttons. So, you know, it's, it's a memory maker. That's lots cool. Of good, yeah. Lots of good friendships built at these conferences, you know, with, mm -hmm. with colleagues in the industry. I, I don't know. Just something fun we thought we'd give away. Yeah. Love that idea. We, we will not disappoint this year. Come find me for your, uh, for your bag button. Is there a technical term for those, Craig? Is that the... I have no idea. <laughs> I really don't. <laughs> okay. Well, moving forward, bag button, the BB. Okay, let's talk about real quick Spiro updates. I'll make it quick. You guys just got grouping. That's different divisions on your order pages. We did custom colors, custom backgrounds. So excited about that. If you haven't created groups on your order page, go look at those. Go to your order page, open up the bundle and create a group name. That's a way that you can cluster your services together so that agents can quickly go and find them. It's actually the topic of how to sell today of the podcast. So we'll get to more of that, but also you have new invoicing options. Uh, we are working on custom order page questions. So being able to ask a different question on the order page, there's going to be a lot of dimension to that. So we're excited about that. We've put in a ton of just usability things. Uh, so thank you all for your feedback. You're giving us all these little things and we're making these adjustments and fine tunes. So thank you for that. Mm -hmm. More to come. Uh, a launch will hit uh, every Wednesday is when we launch. So be sure to look for that pop up inside your Spiro portal uh, describing what those updates are. Yeah, absolutely. We love we love the feedback and just yeah, making it usable for you and your business. Um, really user generated ideas. So thank you. Keep those coming. Yeah. Craig, I, right. want, I want to take I want to take him. Sorry to cut you off there. I want to take a minute no. though because I, we have a more serious topic to talk about. I just wanted to, and I hope you're okay with this, Craig. But I think it'd be good to share. Uh, last Friday, we I, I was at the office and I was working at my desk, and I, I think Brittany said or Jess said, "Did you see Slack in Craig's channel?" 
and I had not yet. And I looked over and to, to my fear, I opened it up and I see this mangled, these pictures of a mangled car. And I know that it's Craig's car. I recognize this car. And this thing is literally destroyed. And I see a semi in front of it. It was back end damage. I see a semi in front of it that's toppled over. Um, and it was, it was scary. Uh, now, Craig is here with us today. So, uh, you know, praise the Lord that he is okay. And I think, you know, he had some guardian angels in this crash. <laughs> but this is, this is a serious thing that it can happen to anyone. And yeah. Craig, I know you're, wow, I mean, you literally almost got run over or you did get run over. Yeah. So, um, you know, part of what I do at WOW is I'm, I'm a photographer, videographer, and I was, I was out headed towards my, my last appointment for the day and, um, had just made a, a interchange, uh, from 75 South to 475 23 in the, the, the greater Toledo area. And, um, was in the right lane. I was you know, just kind of putzing along, running along and, uh, traffic in front of me started slowing down. So I was slowing down as well. And something told me, and I, you know, I believe it was God giving me a prompting to look in my rear view mirror. And when I did, I saw a semi right behind me, um, mm. in my lane, not slowing and realized I'm going to get hit. I had nowhere to go in the left lane. There was traffic in the left lane. There was traffic in front of me. Um, so all I had to do was, was get over on the berm to try and avoid. And I was just too late. I mean, it just happened all so fast and so unexpectedly, um, got, you know, got over just too late, but, um, definitely got hit pretty hard. Uh, the back driver's side of my, my car is yeah, the back half of my car is, is gone. It's, it's just Dang, destroyed. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, maybe I, we can share some pictures here. Justine can put those up. Um, mm -hmm. I'll share some of these pictures here. Um, but what happened was after he hit me, the semi then veered to the left lane and uh, from my understanding brushed against another car, but that car got away with basically little damage and the, the driver was okay. The semi came back over to the right lane. And as he was coming back into the right, I saw him that the whole semi just start to flip forward mm -hmm. and he totally rolled over went halfway down the embankment of the expressway and, and came to a stop. And I just, I, it, I was in shock, you know, at, at getting hit and having watched that happen right in front of me, just on the matter of, you know, two, three seconds. And, uh, you know, several people came up to my car, are you okay? Are you okay? And I'm like, I, I think so. You know, I didn't see any blood. I didn't feel any sharp pains other than my neck. You know, my, my neck obviously did uh, snap forward at the, at the impact. Um, so I was a little sore. My wrist was a little sore. Um, but they, they eventually went up to the semi. I got out of the, <laughs> here, here's the funny part, Todd. I called nine one one reported that, uh, kudos to the Perrysburg police and, and fire department. They responded. I swear it wasn't three minutes. So they were, they were there. Um, but my, <laughs> here's my dedication to the job. My second call was to my client who yeah, I was on the way to, to, to the appointment for him. Like Tyler, I'm sorry. I just got rear-ended by a semi on 475. I'm not going to make it to your shoot. I said, I'll have the office call you and we'll get this covered. He's like, are you okay? That, you know, that was his first response. I'm like, I, oh. I, I think I'm okay, but yeah, we'll, we'll get you taken care of. He's like, don't even worry about it. Just take care of yourself. So 
you know, that was my second call. And then my third call was to my wife. Um, <laughs> so, but, you know, I was thankful I was able to get out of my car. I was able to stand. I basically walked away. I did go to the hospital to get, to get checked out because of my, my head, you know, stamping forward. Um, but no broken bones. Uh, the good the good news is the the trucker, from my understanding, uh, they did life flight him to a local hospital um, because he was trapped in his cab. They, they had to use the jaws to get him out of his cab. Mm. Uh, but he was able to go home that night as well with just a few oh, stitches. Wow. Um, yeah, had a few lacerations from from glass breaking, you know, obviously, but relatively OK as well. And uh, we're just I, I, I'm thankful. I'm thankful I was able to go to go home to my wife and my, and my youngest son who's you know at home and um, got to see my oldest yesterday. He came in and he checked on me and, uh, yeah, guys, you know, we're, we're out on the road all the time for these jobs and, mm-hmm. you know, an accident like that can happen just in, in a split second. The, from what I understand, the trucker blew a steering tire and so lost control of, of his semi, you know, it wasn't negligence from what I understand. He, he wasn't looking at a phone or anything. Um, it just, it was a freak accident. You know, life is short. Take take time to be with families, be with friends, invest in people, um, and just be careful. You know, check your mirrors, <laughs> obviously, if you're coming to a, a slowdown. Uh, but yeah, very thankful. Um, yeah, I, I don't know what else to add, Todd. Um, yeah, just we, grateful, grateful to be here. Yeah, I, I think every day we take for granted the the protection that we have and the just how well we have it. And, you know, I, I know for me, for example, like just looking at my day to day, there was too many things in too little time. And, hmm. you know, you meet, I immediately get very human. I'm like, how can I do this? You know, it's like, but it's just like being thankful for the time that we have here on this earth right. and it can yeah. go very, very quick. And, uh, I'm so thankful that you're okay, Craig. Yeah. Honestly, and I, if you're on YouTube looking at this, you would have seen the pictures and we'll put them up again. But literally when I saw it, I, the only reason why I was immediately okay, because I knew Craig sent them the pictures. If I wouldn't, <laughs> if I would have known that someone else sent the pictures to me, uh, you know, a bystander on the street, I would have thought that he was dead. Um, so appreciate what you have. Um, you know, the older you get, the more you do, but we move very fast in this life. Right. And I think that's just, you know, God slowing us down to say, Hey, just appreciate what you have. And, you know, I'm protecting you here. And, uh, you know, I, I truly believe that's what it is. So Craig, I'm so thankful you're okay. And you're here with us today. Yeah. Me as well. One last light moment to share about all this. So that car is my, my 21 Honda Accord Sport. It's a 2.0 liter turbo. Loved that car. You know, got everything I wanted. It was practical. It's an Accord. Miles are going to go forever, right? You know, I put 25, 26,000 miles a year on it doing doing the work that we do. But it was sporty. It was fun. It was my favorite color combination. Yeah. <laughs> I, I shared a couple of those pictures to the Accord group I'm in on Facebook. And a couple of people said, sorry to hear that happen. Glad you're okay. But dang, an Accord hatchback, that's fire. The, the one, the one's one viewpoint, it looks like a hatch. I had to laugh. But anyway, for the, for you, for you car people out there. You literally turned your four door into a hatchback. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, there's other methods I would suggest using rather than, than what happened with me. But anyway. <laughs> Agreed. Agreed. All right. Okay. Yeah. So glad to be here and uh, glad to be with you guys. Very thankful.
All right. Should we dive into things? Yeah, why don't, why don't we dive in and we'll, we'll keep it short for you guys today. You guys can ask us questions. Also, if you guys have questions out there, feel free to send them in. Yeah. And, uh, you know, hello at Spiro.media. You'll get, you'll get me. Craig and I will talk about them. We'll answer your questions. It's honestly that simple. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. So we've kind of covered this in some past episodes, but there's always different different things to consider, different ways of looking at things, Todd. Um, but this is all about the business side of real estate photography and videography. We want to help you grow your business uh, to see it expand, you know, if that's one of your goals. And part of part of the strategy of growing your business is understanding how realtors think and how they mm-hmm. they perceive your products and services and how they go through their decision process on what to buy, what to invest in, in their marketing. So we wanted to talk about how do realtors buy marketing and in, in, in visual advertising, basically, of, of their listings. Yeah. It, Craig, what you said about understanding what your clients think is the key to understanding how they'll buy, to create packages that they love, that they'll that they'll upgrade into and ultimately the reason why they continue to use you. Uh, Craig's actually got a great example of this and there's a lot of misconceptions out there. Uh, one thing that I want to start off with is um, we do talk about some of these topics a couple, you know, I think we probably visited this a year ago. And if you've listened to that, just take it one step deeper in this conversation today. You know, you probably grab the few nuggets there, go two steps deeper in these same conversations and analyze your own business. Um, So don't think there's nothing new in here today. Um, There's definitely new stuff in here. So realtors, they, the first thing, point I want to make is realtors don't understand what you understand. They don't know a fraction of what you sell. I was, I was talking, I was talking to a Spiro user the other day about this, and we were chuckling about this, Sean and I, and he's like, yeah, my, my agents don't know anything I sell. I'm like, <laughs> my, mine too. I like high five brother. We have this, you know, like, <laughs> it, it, you know, I, I think the story I use is I was sitting with a VIP agent of ours who's used me for um, probably 15 years now. And she literally has ordered almost a hundred shoots every year. And she's usually the number one agent. In, in our wow. And so if you look over 15 years, 1500 shoots, maybe I talked to her five years ago. So say she had done a thousand shoots with us. Sitting with her, just having a conversation, you know, showing her things that I thought were second nature that she understood we did, you know, the real, you can be on camera, you can do X, Y, and Z. She had no clue, hmm. no clue we offered this. A thousand shoots, a thousand order page orders, <laughs> a thousand times she's gotten an email from us, seen the photographer, seen me at the property. She's like, oh, you do that type of video. And I'm like, you know, I second nature just think everybody knows. <laughs> I conceptual, We conceptualize something in our head. We create it. We edit it. We pass it around the office. And then I take it as truth that like everybody knows what it is. Well, I mean, it's on our order page. You'd think <laughs> they, they never noticed it on the order page. Great, great point, Craig. No, they don't. They they yeah. look for the same thing every time and click that button. <laughs> yeah. 
So that is, uh, Craig, you had a great story. We just talked about this offline before, but this isn't, this is not related to knowing your products, but this is a misconception. But do you want to share that, that conversation you had with the client earlier this week? Yeah. So yesterday I met with a, uh, a realtor that has done one shoot with us. I, I had had an initial meeting with her and two other established clients that were in the same brokerage. And she said, I'll try you out and use this for, for one listing. I think she had called in to, to schedule it and hadn't used our order page. Well, mm-hmm. you know, over the, over the summer, I, I noticed she hadn't ordered again. So I had followed up with her and, and uh, said, Hey, you know, I just wanted to double check where, you know, and make sure that you were happy with everything that we had done for you um, on that, on that first listing. And she said, Oh no, yeah, you did. You guys did a fantastic job. The clients loved everything. She said, to be honest, I just, I was, I'm not familiar with your system, uh, with your online ordering system and my, my old provider. I just, you know, I've used them for a while and I, I know their system and I just needed to order quick. So I just used them again for, uh, for that listing. Um, I said, well, how about, you know, how about in the next week or two, you know, I meet you up at, at, such and such coffee house. And I'm more than happy to step you through our ordering system and show you, you know, show you your portal and different things that you can do with it. The marketing toolkit that we include, that's, you know, free to you. And, uh, she said, Oh, that'd be fantastic. Yeah, absolutely. So met with her yesterday, stepped her through everything. She's like, Oh, this really is really easy. I said, well, you know, we, we try and think like a realtor. We understand the number of balls that you're juggling every week. We want to make it as, as simple as possible for you. And we just got chit-chatting and and uh, she she mentioned, she said, yeah, you know, I, I did get familiar with this other company's uh, system, but honestly, there's there's been a few things I haven't been really happy with. I'm like, really, do you mind sharing that? And, and she said, well, for one, I really like that you guys' exterior photo, you have an exterior photo package that is really reasonable. They charge me a full shoot price and then charge me again to come back out to do the interior. In the fall, I, I have to do that a lot because I want to capture the foliage and, you know, before things get brown and ugly uh, here in Northwest Ohio, mm-hmm. but the inside isn't necessarily ready. So I have to pay twice. I'm like, you're kidding me. She said, no. So I really like that you, you know, discount the exterior really heavily. I'm like, we wouldn't dream of doing otherwise, you know, it's, mm-hmm. you know, five, six pictures we take. It takes us 10, maybe 15 minutes. And uh, she said, yeah, it's just little things like that, that, you know, I, I appreciate. So she's, she's now going to be a client. Mm-hmm. Very simple, yeah. you know, just a very simple thing. And, and it wasn't any sort of pressure filled, you know, tactic to get her to switch. It's just thinking like a realtor and embedding yourself as part of their team to make their job easier. Yeah, that's such great information, Craig. I I really want to encourage you listeners out there. You have got to separate yourself from the creative brain that you have. Don't overanalyze it. I see you guys a lot of times on social media doing this, where you ask for feedback after a shoot on the photos or the video or whatever it is. And And this is, you know, you're assuming that maybe you haven't heard from the client or they haven't ordered again, and you are now looking at your media to see where there was a problem and you're searching in the wrong universe Hmm. most of the time. Sometimes you might have a problem with your images, you know, if you're just beginning, but if you're not just beginning, you are probably searching the wrong universe. If you are wondering why your clients didn't reorder and you're going back and looking at your media, it's hmm. not 
that like, and I say this because I love you guys out there, but, and I, I don't mean to offend you, but your work's not that important to them. Like there has to be a minimum level. There is so much more important than looking at the pixels, the individual pixels on a photo to your realtor clients. And that's our goal today to get you to bridge that gap so that you understand what the realtors are thinking. It, right. Simply for this particular instance that Craig was giving us an example of, who knows if the client even remembered where our company website was at? Yeah. You know, just simple things like that. Like she just had the other company bookmarked. She remembered yep. their name because she had used them for some time. And it was comfortable to her. So literally, and, and once she saw our process, click it, get a pin code, no passwords to remember. She's like, oh yeah, this is easy. Mm -hmm. And then Craig did the just exceptional thing of just asking questions. She's like, yeah, I'm not that happy. You know, if I want to do a, an autumn shoot, I have to pay for the full shoot inside and out only when I want the outside. <laughs> and, and that's just one thing that goes back to our core values that wow is clients are our number one priority. We understand that this needs to happen sometimes where agents need to get the outside redone. Trust me, they don't want to necessarily. Mm -hmm. It's a charge for them. We just take care of them with that charge. Quite honestly, we probably lose money at the end of the day on these exterior only shoots, but we look right. at them over the course of a year and the amount of money we lose is so indifferent to the fact. Exactly. Yeah. yeah it's we just picked up that client because we, take a little hit on an exterior only shoot because we understand the client. We understand that's important to them. We don't want to gouge them for that. Hmm. We'll do them a favor. And then in return, look, we've got a client now. Right. Yeah. It, I want to touch on something else if, if it's okay, Todd. Um, yeah. I've been watching the, you know, some of the Facebook groups and there was a question brought up about, and this is common, uh, a realtor wanted their photographer to, um, I believe it was edit the roof and turn the green, you know, the grass green, et cetera, et cetera. Mm -hmm. And there was a whole discussion around whether the photographer should do that or not. Does it misrepresent the property? Blah, blah, blah. Okay. I, I saw a range of, of reactions and, and our, our take, at least this is how I handle things, is I made myself aware of the MLS rules on what is allowed in editing photos and, and how a property is, is presented, right? What's allowed, what's misrepresenting, et cetera. So when a realtor comes to me and says, hey, can you edit this? on the exterior and take these wires, you know, these telephone wires out. I, I have to tell them because we're an affiliate member of the board, you know, we've made ourselves, um, we've educated ourselves on what the rules are and we want to help you comply with those rules so that you don't get fined. Unfortunately, we have the technical ability to do that. Yes. But to keep you in compliance with the MLS, we can't do that for you. Um, some of the responses I saw were what well, we're just the photographer. It's not our responsibility you know, that the agent doesn't know the rules. I'm going to say, and again, I might upset some people, but that's a very short-sighted approach to your business mm -hmm. because you are just making yourself just a photographer mm -hmm. instead of a marketing partner with that realtor and adding value to their business. Do you know, do you understand the number of rules they have to, to learn mm -hmm. and, and keep on top of as realtors? And yes, that's a responsibility, 
But if we can make their job easier and add value to their business and to help them not get fined, don't you think they're going to appreciate that? It's all about positioning yourself as more than just a photographer. You are a marketing consultant. You're part of their team. Your job is to help them grow their business. And anything less than that, you're just another photographer. Now, if that's all you want to do for your work, I, I guess that that's your prerogative. But this is what we're talking about. In, in think, you know, how does a realtor think? How do they value their business relationships, their vendor relationships? Make yourself so indispensable and so valuable that they don't want to do business with anyone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, just Great I got advice. fired up when I saw some of those responses. I'm like, man, that's short sighted. You're going to lose business. Somebody else is going to take better care of that client just because of that one kind of approach to your your business model. Yeah. Was yeah. that too heavy handed? They... <laughs> No, not I, no. I, I think it's great. Honestly, they, you know, the term that I use is stickiness. How sticky yes. can you be with your clients? And if you are just another photographer, the next time and the other photographer in the city comes in, or the new photographer comes in, and they're just three dollars cheaper, you've just lost that business. Mm-hmm. You know that literally, it's a race to the bottom that. I don't want to go on with all of you out there. I really don't want to go on that race to the bottom. That's why we build the relationships. That's why we educate ourselves. That's why we treat clients as our number one priority. You know, honestly, at the end of the day, on that um, situation, there's been times where we've educated a client. They said, oh, no, I know the rules. I'm going to replace the carpet. It's getting replaced in two days. Can you take the spot out of the carpet? At that point, the client has heard you. They appreciate that you know the rules. At that point, we have another verbal round here that we use. Just give, give the clients what they want. You know, at some point, you should assert yourself that you know what is going to happen and you're mm-hmm. going to protect them. And then if they just say, oh, no, I get it. I know that. I know that. Thank you, but no thanks. Just give them what they want. So Then, then we do it. Yeah. Yeah. I cringe because I'm a rule follower by nature. So I don't, mm-hmm. I don't want to do that, but ultimately, yes, if they're completely aware of what the possible repercussions are, then okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyway. No, All right. That's a, that's a great, great example, Craig. Let's move to the next point. Um, so realtors only understand a fraction of what we sell. Mm-hmm. So how, how is the realtor then thinking when they actually do get a, a listing? Yeah. So when realtors get listings that they're excited of, of course, right? So yay, they've got a listing. So when they get a listing, they have a lot of things that they have to do. Mm-hmm. One of them is call you. Now, this is a great thing. This is a great thing that they got a listing. They called you. We talk about this all the time. Like that is, that is how we want our realtors to think of us at wow. Get a listing call. Wow. If we're in that process, we're sticky with them they remember, wow, they don't remember a different company name. They don't know where their order page is at. They know how to get a hold of us. That's a good thing. If they call, text, or email you, the first thing you should send back to them or give them on the phone is a congratulations. Mm-hmm. Please, please, please learn from learn this from Shannon, our first head of sales many years ago. Celebrate with that agent. They have just accomplished a very difficult thing to do in 2023. Get a new <laughs> listing. Right. 
So an agent calls in, tells me about a new listing. I'm, I say, oh, Cindy, this is so great. Hey, congratulations. What a great listing. It sounds beautiful. Something to that effect. Please congratulate them. Please talk highly about their listing. Please be excited about it. Mm-hmm. Celebrate with them. Not just from a face value, but celebrate that they called you. That's a good thing. Business is working at this point. Now, what's it, let me transition to what's in their mind. So they've just gotten a listing. And their listing is one of three things. It's either their normal listing. Okay, so typically, this is based on list value, the listing price. What is this home going to be listed at price-wise? Typically, realtors have a normal range, their average listing price. It can be below their average listing price. Option number two. Okay, so typically when they get below their listing price, they're like, yeah, it was a referral, first-time home buyer, seller, so on and so forth. Um, They think differently about that than their normal. The third variety is what they think is luxury. And I'm not putting any price ranges here, but this is just above their average listing value. When an agent gets a luxury listing, that is a very, very good thing. All agents want to grow their average listing value. Why? Very simple. Higher listing value, more commission you make. Right. Sell less house. Same thing that you guys do. What's your average order value? Okay. If it's $250 right now, if you can double that to $500, you can do half of the number of shoots and generate the same revenue. Realtors do the same thing. They want to increase their average list value, not only to make more commission off that one, but when you start listing those types of houses, you open yourself up to that community of sellers. So what I mean by that is if you've listed a house in a community that you normally don't list in, say an agent typically has a $300,000 list price and they get a $1 million list price. Well, those $300,000 houses are not in the $1 million subdivision. Those are (laughs) too far away. They're they're not going to be in the same subdivision. Thus, that agent now has a sign in a yard, has the opportunity to market to those other homeowners to say, I've just listed your neighbor's house. Mm -hmm. Okay. So now they've opened themselves up into a a new sphere where they make more commission on less listings, which is a great thing. Okay. So they, they get one of three varieties. If they're normal, it's below normal. It's a, it's above normal. Okay. So they're going to come in and typically, at least we have a verbal, wow. You know, we, we, our goal is to move people from photos only up. So what I mean by that, in general, I think agents get a listing, not all of them, I'm generalizing here, and Craig, you can give me your opinion, but agents get a listing, they're like, I need to call, wow, insert your company name, I have to order photos. Mm -hmm. I think that's pretty fair. They say photos, it's not like they're saying, hey, I need photo, video, drone, I need a reel, I need an aha video, I need X, Y, and Z. Remember, they don't know your products. They just say, I got a listing, I need to call (laughs) your company for photos. Right. Is that fair, Craig, or am I generalizing too much? No, that's totally fair. But photos is is the like the bare minimum that they have to have photos. So that's just what they're thinking. I got to get photos done. Mm-hmm. If they're not yeah. thinking bigger, they're not thinking marketing and branding themselves. They're not they're not going to think about, you know, the reels and, and videos and, and 
and all of that. So yeah, no, that's fair. Cool. So we, we bundle our services into, we try to sell what we call our essential package. So this is language that we use essential, making them feel like, you know, this is my bare minimum. And in our essential, we put photo and video together. We just have always done it that way. We've always about 80% of our orders have an upgrade to video. Okay. It helps that we have the merge fleet. We have a systemized way. Uh, if you don't know what the merge fleet is, merge fleet is our, our logic driven computer edited video that doesn't take any humans. I got an update coming out for you guys to use it. It's in Spiro right now. It's going to be easier. Sorry. That was a bad pitch. I just kind of snuck that in there. <laughs> this is the Spiro podcast, but anyways, so we sell 80% of our listings have video added to them. We call that essentials. If you want to steal that fine, call it essentials, put photo and video in there. Then we have a luxury bundle because we want to connect to those people when they get a luxury listing. Mm-hmm. And again, I think for 90% or 95% of the world, that's the term they use in their head is luxury. Maybe, right. not, maybe, all, maybe all realtors think this is a luxury listing. So we use that same verb, verbiage, language. It's not, mm-hmm. a, not a verb, I don't know. We use the same language. I'm better at math. <laughs> and we make it easy for them to click on it. Re- rewind about three years ago, we did not have a luxury package. And one day Derek was like, I'm just going to make a luxury package. I'm just going to throw like six items in here, six or seven items in here. And we'll see if anybody ordered it. We didn't tell anybody about it. We're good at not telling anybody about anything around here. <laughs> Learn from our mistakes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Please tell your people, tell your clients when you do something new. But you know what? People freaking ordered it. It was crazy. Yeah. Like we had, a, we had a challenge in here. Like Derek would do pushups every time somebody ordered it. We'd celebrate around here because it's like, wow, somebody ordered it. We didn't tell anybody anything about it. We just threw it in there. It was, I think, two and a half times our price of essentials and people ordered it just because they're like, I get a luxury listing. I want to be luxury. Or they think I want to market this listing at a luxury level so -hmm. that I open up the door to get more luxury listings. So both of those things happen there. Remember agents are always striving to get to the next tier of listings. Yeah. Can I, can I share a a kind of a, a secret tip that we do on our order page to get people to upgrade from photos only? Yeah, go. Yeah, shoot. Why not? Let's I mean, we're, 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 we're no hold. We're, we're, we're sharing everything here. Okay. So our essentials bundle is the very first bundle at the top of the screen, left corner, because we read from left to right, right screen. Yeah. Left to Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. Want to make sure I'm mirroring (laughs) this correctly. (laughs) Um, And so that's the first thing they see. Our photos only package is what we, we call below the fold. So you have to scroll mm-hmm. to find that photos only. I had a Todd, I haven't told you this. We, I had a client call two days ago um, with a question about his invoice. He said, my invoice is, is higher than normal. I, I, I normally I, I do photos only and it's this price, but it, this invoice is for this much. You, you know, was there a mistake in the billing? I said, well, it looks like you ordered our essentials package, which is the photos and the video tour. And that's what we shot and delivered to you because that's, you know, that's what you had picked on the, on the website. He's like, Oh yeah, I must've just mistakenly done that. And I said, yeah, just, you know, if, if for some reason 
you want to go back to photos only. If you scroll down the page, it's down at the bottom. He goes, you guys are smart. <laughs> <laughs> he, he knew exactly how we had our order page structured and that we're making it easy for them to invest more in their marketing. So little, yeah. little tip for you. I just, I chuckled, yeah. he chuckled. He, he didn't, he didn't fault us for it, for that. You know, he, he got it. He understood. So there you go. So another tip that we have is in the way we bundle. So I know many of you, if you're used to some of the other systems out there, you might have an order page where you can check box. You have check boxes and you have many items that they can check. Honestly, I don't know your stats behind this, but I don't think people are check marking one, two, three, four, five, six different things. I, I personally just feel that's very confusing for an agent. Mm -hmm. They go, they know the listing, large, medium, small that they have. They go photos only or they think, let me think one tier higher than photos only. And then they check mark that and then they're on to the next page. We split that up a little bit differently as to where we do their first selection. They select what they start with and then they can add on two steps or one step later. And then they have a pop-up upsell. So I feel very strongly that Look at those stats and see how many of those things are checkboxing or checkmarking. Um, what we do is when we have agents, because you're saying, hey, Todd, no, I have some agents that they really do want these four, these four services. That's great. What we mm -hmm. do in that case is if they always want those four services, we create a custom order page for them. Custom makes them feel special. We mm -hmm. name it their bundle. They want those four items. Name it the Brad bundle. Make them feel good. <laughs> build them a new order page. And you know what we do when we build them the new order page? We don't put the cheap things on it. <laughs> if they say, hey, I always want to market with these four items, we don't give them photos only on that. Right. We just give them those four items. And you know what? We might do two more bundles that have six and eight items in it. But create a custom order page for them and assign it to them. Right. If they want to order four things every time, celebrate that. But then make them feel good. Don't clog up your normal order page with bundles that one person wants. One, right. you confuse your normal clients. And two, you don't make the client that wants to order more feel special. We do this all the time and it just works, y'all. It really does. If mm -hmm. a client says, I always want to order these four things. Oh, we would love to do that. We're going to create a custom order page for you. We call it their name. We put their colors on there. We do an icon that looks and feels like them, and we don't give them the ability to order less. And they're happy about it. And they're, and they're happy about it. And it's simple for them. They just log right. on. They see their bundle and maybe two other things that they wanted. It's simple. People love simple. People love custom. That's right. the way we do it. I, I, I know you guys, some of you do it differently out there. This works for us. Again, we do 12,000 shoots a year, a few million dollars in revenue. have done it for 20 years, and we're growing at this point. So I, I highly recommend that you guys get your heads into the way that realtors think and then sell to the way that they think. There you go. What, one other thing I've always thought, it, if, I, if I were a realtor and I was having to checkbox every item that I wanted to potentially add to my order, psychologically I'm hearing a cash register ring every time I click a checkbox and I'm oh, seeing yeah. that total continue to build and build and build. And at some point I'm going to want to pull back because, Oh shoot. And now I'm going to uncheck that because now it's just getting too expensive. So psychologically they might be holding back. If you just build it into one bundle with one price, 
psychologically, I think it feels better and they're more likely to get the bigger package. So something to consider of going to bundles versus checkboxes, you know, yeah. uh, just help them get what they need and not pull back on what they potentially really do need. Yeah, that's such a great point. And if you look at any e-commerce or any any time that people sell things, just notice how they bundle, how they combine items. It's everywhere. Mm -hmm. You know, from fast food to everything you order, your cable, your every everybody bundles because right. it works. Right. There's a reason for it. Yep. Yeah. Good stuff. Craig, I got a favor for our listeners. This okay. is kind of off topic, but if you guys could just rate, go in and like the podcast, whatever you're listening on, if you give it a thumbs up, rate it, give us a rating, that would help us. We work hard to bring you guys this content. We literally share what we've worked on for the last almost 20 years at WOW every day-to-day, -day, you know, our day-to-day -day items with you guys. And it's great to hear from you guys. If you could just, this is, I just want to ask for a favor. If you could just like the podcast, whatever, if you're on Apple, if you're on Spotify or any other, just give it a thumbs up, give hit the like button, give it a five-star rating. That would help us out. That also let us know that what we're doing is helpful to you and kind right. of gives us some energy to keep going. Yeah. And again, if you have topic ideas, send those to hello at Spiro.media and uh, click the share button too. Um, if, if you know others in the industry that you think might benefit from this, sharing that will help get the word out more as well so that we can see colleagues in, in different markets be successful. We, we want to help you be successful and to serve your clients well. All right, Todd, is that all we got for this week? That's it. Just, you know, just get into the head of your client, spend some time with them. Yeah. And now that we're slowing down a little bit in this year, set those appointments, really be diligent yeah. about doing that. Set a goal for yourself of how many appointments you want to do a week. If that's a phone, if that's a call, if it's a webinar, that's a new thing we're doing. We should probably share that too, Craig. Mm, webinar yeah. was a huge success yesterday at WOW. But spend time with your clients, set yourself a goal and then just go get it and your business will grow. There you go. There you go. All right. Well, guys, thanks for joining us this week, ladies and gentlemen. And um, yeah, just, you know, I'm still thinking about last Friday and the, the incident on the roadway. Um, mm -hmm. Just take time to be thankful for what you've been given in your life. Spend time with your family. I know as business owners and um, and whatnot, we, we pour ourselves into our work. You know, we're passionate about what we do and it's very, very easy to slip into workaholism and, and spending just a, a high number of hours each week on building our business. And it, it takes hard work. We get that. But man, make make time for your family and, and your loved ones. Um, just make sure you spend time with them. Be thankful and make sure you take a breath. You guys have a great week. Thank you for joining us for the Spiro Podcast, Managing Your Real Estate Photography and Videography Business. This is a production of Spiro and WOW Video Tours. You can find out more about Spiro's real estate media business management software at our website, spiro.media.